0: You ever peed on your balls? I have. Yeah. Yeah. That means we're getting old. Yeah. No. I, I once heard someone say that at some point in, t- in our lives, as we get older, we're actually going to sit on our balls. I They're don't. are going to hang that low. That I don't gonna, feel like that's true. <laughs> another person said, you got to be careful sometimes because your balls will hit the, the toilet water when Again, you sit Again, I
1: don't feel like that's true. If the toilet water is that high up, no, there's an issue. Your
0: balls hang that low.
1: No, it's never going to happen. My balls will not hang low. I don't want that to happen. Do your balls hang low? Do (laughs) Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in in a bow? Can can you throw them over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your balls
0: hang hang low? Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to the line gap. I'm done. I'm Justin. And I just did a bad joke. We it didn't land, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> well, it didn't, not that it didn't land. It's just that I
0: didn't get it. So it didn't Yeah, because land. in my mind, the connection was there. Right. But obviously, you're like, what? <laughs> I'm usually like five steps past where it should be. I do that all the time. I'm what? like, I'm going to sprint to the finish line, but we have to hit these other things first for you to understand <laughs> that there is a finish line. Ah, fuck that. They'll I'm catch like, whatever. up. Whatever. Ha ha. Punch line. Play like, the audience's
1: what? highest intelligence. I'm like, what?
0: Oh, you can't read my mind, you fucking dummy?
1: <laughs> Your highest intelligence should be
0: anticipating what I'm going to say. And how I'm supposed to feel. You dick. You you dumb shit. Hey, we're back! Woo! For another wonderful week of Mind Gap. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited. We haven't seen each other in a little while.
1: Uh, yeah, we uh, we had a few in the can, and uh, we've been burning through those, and... Um, Things have gotten busy Like I've been mm. doing a lot of filming in April April has been a shit show of a month mm-hmm. uh, but Fun, just like crazy busy Super duper busy <clears throat> So you moved I did uh, I filmed a lot mm-hmm. uh, And we're now we're recording Yeah yeah, We're getting shit done um, Yeah, no, so it feels good to be back Be back in the settle doing it, doing it again
0: Doing it, doing it, and doing it well right. I believe is what Abraham Lincoln once said How
1: is uh, the burbs treating you? Great away? Really great, actually.
0: Yeah. I actually, yesterday, went out to the yard, and uh, I tilled the soil. You tilled?
1: Are I you going to till- put a garden in
0: there? I raked I raked all of the mulch beds okay. to turn over the mulch. Uh, it's amazing how that makes it look like I mulched, even though I didn't. I did that with all the tree wells. You as, got the as, moist also. side up now? I basically chopped it up because it was in giant blocks because it had just been sun-scorched and everything Water. like that. And then I went out and I bought some grass seed. And I seeded the lawn. My goodness. There's a bunch of patches and stuff like that. So I seeded the hell out of that. And then I threw down some fertilizer, some weed and feed to get rid of those weeds and mm. also feed the lawn. And then I... Uh, Doug's going to have
1: the prettiest lawn on the block.
0: And then I watered the lawn as well a little bit just with the hose just to kinda of activate it all.
1: My, again, my, my brain is completely in the gutter. Everything you've just said, I have completely just taken right back to your penis.
0: Good. Yeah. That means we're doing it right. <laughs>
1: You know, seeded the lawn. Yeah. Threw some seed down on there. Tilled the soil. Pulled out the hose, watered it. Yeah. Which is funny because there is. a...
0: I'm gross. I'm sorry. No, I love it. But I'm not sorry. No, good. Don't be sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, The previous owners left two hoses there just connected to the water and everything like that, which I was thought, okay, but I'm like, did you guys winterize this at all? Because there could be some damage if you just have the water like on.
1: Have you like read, you know, like when you're going to have a baby, they got like baby books, like what to expect when you're expecting. Mm -hmm. Did you read
0: homeowners books? No. Like,
1: how do you know about winterizing
0: hoses? Because in my job, my previous life, I had to take care of winterizing irrigation systems. Ah, gotcha. So, uh, I noticed that like at one point I go to the backyard and the faucet is just on, which I'm like, I don't recall turning this on. Okay, and the nozzle on the hose has a leak, and it was just leaking out for God knows how long. You've been and, paying, and there's like, I looked at the mulch, and it was very, very wet. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> okay, good to know. And then I went to the front yard you know, because I'm like, I think there was another hose up here because I don't want to drag the one all the way from the back. Yeah, and I was like, so I go and I'm like, oh, cool, here it is. And it was one of those sort of you know kind of half snake oil sells one where it's like it will automatically roll itself up when it's done mm-hmm. Yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, whatever so i go and it's also connected uh or it still had water in it okay the re- the reason why i knew that is when i when i hooked it up to the faucet and everything like that um when you have leave water in a hose over winter time tell me the, about it uh, Doug. the water will expand mm, cuz it and freezes what i didn't know was that it had actually ripped a hole it's some of the casing on the outside. So I turned the water on full blast. I noticed that like it turned into like a balloon from where the water would be holding. And all of a sudden yeah. it started busting out of the seams like the Incredible Hulk. Ah, and ah. I just, I literally go, this is about to explode. And I threw it on the ground and went, skadoosh. <laughs> and I just started laughing because I was like, if anyone would have been watching that, they would have seen me freeze, kind of tilt my head and analyze and go, uh-oh, and then throw it and it exploded. And I was like... <laughs>
1: Cool. Everyone clear the area There's a water bomb Everyone
0: get down It's a water bomb <laughs> It's just bam I'm like well that hose is dead So <laughs> so yeah I've been doing Very uh, suburban things Like that Very um, nice You know it's so funny Because I used to hate Mowing the lawn yeah. Taking care of the lawn When I was growing up But I'm like Now
1: when it's your own
0: I look at the lawn I'm like man this is in bad shape Really bad shape. So I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna stand for this.
1: I'm telling you, man, you're gonna have the prettiest lot in the land. I
0: don't know about that. I'm gonna try. I don't know. I really don't know exactly what I'm doing. I know just enough for it to be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: you get a you get a hybrid out there, you know, some yeah. Kentucky bluegrass mixed yeah, with some right. uh, you know, Northern California Centomia. There you go. The nice thing is you can go out, you can play eighteen holes on that, and then come home and just get stoned at the bejesus off it at night. There you go.
0: Yeah. There you go. Nice. I was like, Wow, you know that nope, this is from Caddyshack. <laughs> Got it. Speaking of Shack, yeah. we're at Elephant and Castle. <laughs> Perfect. Right? That makes sense, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a British character somewhere in there. Right. Yeah. Mm, maybe in real life, maybe as a character. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, oh, there was a Scottish guy in there. Mm. Yeah, the Scots the right. groundskeeper.
1: I want you to kill all the gophers. Yeah, exactly. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but if the kill all the gophers, you know, they're going to lock me up there with a key. <laughs> but, um, no, sh- gophers, not gophers, you daft twit. <laughs> Ba-doom-sh. I know way too many ones in that movie. <laughs> uh,
0: So yeah We are here at Elephant and Castle Our home And home away from home That's right And we're so happy to be Actually, here Actually it's just my home I live here now It's just my home
1: Yeah They renoed it And now I live here
0: That's good It's yeah. perfect You got that nice jacuzzi
1: I had them put a cot in for me Because mm-hmm. I don't do beds I no. do cots Cots are way better Exclusively mm-hmm. It's better on my back they let now you know that,
0: you that you're still alive because you wake up in pain.
1: That's very true, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you, you, I don't want to get too comfortable with creature comforts, so I need to make sure that I'm alert and always in some sort of pain. Mm-hmm. Cots make, me,
0: make that happen for me. That's how you got to do it, man. Spring-loaded cots. That's right. Ba-boom. So, Elephant Castle, 185 North Wabash Avenue. You can come down and see Justin where he sleeps on his cot. Mm-hmm. And also uh, check out some great food, some drinks. And speaking of drinks, we have some great specials. Tell me about them, Doug. So, every day we've got happy hour, Monday through Friday, which uh, snack and shares, which is basically $11. Anything that's $11 or less uh, on the appetizers, half price. Yum, yum, yum. you also got select uh, drafts for $4. dollars you got house wines. Six ounce glasses for four dollars. Can't beat that. That's awesome, man. That makes me happy.
1: See, that makes me happy, and then that's true advertising. Yes, that's so good. Happy multiple hours.
0: I gotta tell you, man, when you do stuff like with the apps for like half price, like (laughs) that's. Fucking awesome. Yep. That's really, really good. Uh, Mondays, you've got one and done, especially craft beer. So you got $3 glass, uh, basically, until the keg is empty. So they put a keg in there. It's a mystery keg.
1: It's a rotator. Every every week, they rotate a new one out.
0: They put it in. They're like, cool, come check it out. And it's uh, 3 bucks a glass Yeah, until it's empty. Tuesdays are all tins are 25% off. So a tin is what, Justin?
1: A tin is something that tobacco comes in
0: mm. before it's put into cigarettes. mm so also it's a beer can. Also it's a beer can, not with cigarette stuff in it. Uh, Wednesdays you've got bottles of wine half price, and wines by the glass is a dollar off, which is pretty pretty sexy. Thursday you've got Goose Island drafts or bottles are twenty five percent off, and of course uh, you've got your uh, brunch on Saturday and Sunday, mm. which is pretty sweet. You got mimosas for five bucks, bloody marys for five bucks. Always exciting for that fucking brunch cl- crowd.
1: Get, get your brunch on. Get
0: your brunch on. I'm so aggressive <clears> when I talk <throat> about brunch. You, I mean, I don't know if it's because you like it or if
1: it's because you hate it. Fucking
0: brunch. I think people. I kind still of, don't
1: understand if you like it or hate it.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that more at another time. <laughs> also, kind of neat thing that they're doing. Uh, they do a community pint. So this basically it's sort of their philanthropic uh, part of what they do. Fifty cents from every pint of Goose Island sold will go to America Scores Chicago. Which is a really cool nonprofit organization uh, that helps basically um, basically helps youth in Chicago lead healthy lives. Essentially, they do uh, daily after-school and summer programming that combines soccer, poetry, and service learning, which is really cool. And as a side note, uh, this should not be confused with Scores, which is a strip club.
1: Right. So there is
0: Scores Chicago. And then there is... Uh, America Scores Chicago. Exactly. Because when I was looking up what Scores was, uh, I saw the first thing was Score Chicago, which was a strip club. And I was like, this is weird yeah, that they're helping 50% of every every pint absolutely. will go to the strip club. Helping disenfranchised strippers. Look, yeah. we owe somebody something over there. Help us pay it back. Guys, we are in deep with Scores. Is that any different than someone just basically doing a Kickstarter? I'm telling <laughs> you, right? Yeah. Debts?
1: Guys, can you please... Like, they will break legs if we do not...
0: Pay them the money we owe them. If you want to help us pay down this debt, go order some Goose Island <laughs> drafts. Help us pay off our debt to the strip club. But yeah, so check out uh, America's Grove, Chicago. Really cool place, and really cool that Elfin Castle is helping them out. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, Justin, we are here on this fine day. Oh man, to chat about some things. I'm
1: I'm here, but like my I feel like my brain is off somewhere else. Mm. You know.
0: I see what you're about to do, and I'm digging just, it. Just just
1: you know, it's nice out. You know, sometimes your brain wanders. Sometimes your brain is downloaded into a computer, and it's not even your brain anymore.
0: Man, I remember hearing that all the time when I grew up. You know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> get your brain back in your head, Doug. <laughs> hey, get it out of the computer and put it back in your fucking head. Oh, man, if I had a nickel for every time a teacher told me that, Jesus, get out of the, get your brain out
0: of the computer, Justin.
1: Hey, get your brain out of the fucking computer. Get it God back in your head. It. Get it back in your uh, head. head. No, we wanted to talk about. It. I saw something come across a. Uh, There's a LinkedIn article that led me down a whole, a whole uh, rabbit hole. Um, but the MIT technology review, uh, periodical says that a startup is pitching a mind uploading service that is 100% fatal. Dun, dun, dun. And I thought that was kind of interesting. There's been a bunch of movies about this TV shows. Um, there's a new one coming out. I think it's called what was Amelia 2.0.
0: Yes. I think, uh, that, did it come out last year? Or is it coming out still? I can't uh, remember. that's a good question.
1: Uh, let me find out. Hold oh, please. We're going to find out. Oh, this is exciting for our users. Release date 2016, I apologize. Oh, 2016, okay. It was initially called the Summerlin Project, uh, then Amelia 2.0. Actually, one of the uh, uh, managers here at Elephant Castle... A uh, good buddy of his from high school was the one who wrote this, and it got picked It started out as a play, got picked up. So we were chatting with him about this as well. Um, Johnny Depp was in a movie about this. Oh, it was, Transcendence? It did yeah. not do very well, unfortunately. It did not do very well. Um, and there's a uh, Black Mirror episode. Oh, guys. You we were talking about
0: this. I but, could just get hard about Black Mirror <laughs> but right now.
1: basically, it's preserving all your memories. We've touched on it here too. Is taking your memories, uploading them into a computer, so when
0: you die, you can live on. Well, that's in what, theory. Is that what this is actually doing, or so, no, what so, is this project? So, doing?
1: what this startup is doing, um, and this article came out in March, so it's a few, a uh, couple months old here. But essentially, what they're doing is, um, it's a company uh, that is that is saying that they can preserve your brain. Um, they uh, chemical solution can keep your body intact for hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Uh, as a statue of frozen a statue of frozen glass, the idea is that someday uh, in the future scientists can scan your uh, your bricked brain and turn it into a computer simulation. so basically they 're preserving your brain okay and then in the future, so they 're not necessarily saying that currently they can extract all the stuff out of your brain and upload it they 're saying that we can preserve it until the point where we can actually extract it and and do this Now the catch is that they need the brain to be extremely fresh
0: mm-hmm.
1: that means basically they need to kill you and immediately extract your brain it can't mm-hmm. be like oh we found you even hours later probably mm-hmm. won't work so um they're planning right now to target people with terminal illnesses mm-hmm. um yeah so that was, uh, the company says it's planning to connect people with terminal illnesses to a heart uh heart lung machine in order to pump its mix of scientific embalming chemicals into the big uh, cardioid artery arteries in their neck while they are still alive,
0: mm. basically
1: killing them and preserving them in the process. Um, Sounds so like a really painful way to go. I can't imagine it would be fun. Um, so, of course, this is bringing up all sorts of ethical questions, as well as the people going, you know, if your brain is preserved, they can scan it, Extract it and upload it is that is that still you that opens up that whole that whole door of of things to uh, To discuss well
0: first of all this seems like a pretty big gamble to be like hey look We're gonna preserve you with the hope that someday we can read your brain like a QR code and pull everything out It's almost like someone's like I'm gonna buy a bunch of these comics and these toys with hope that someday They're gonna be worth a lot of money right I mean, I, it makes sense to if you have got a terminal illness mm-hmm. that,
1: I mean, if, if you're already kind of on, on your way out and you, there's nothing you can yeah. do to, to save yourself you know I, I suppose then you're like great i literally have nothing to lose in this
0: capacity yeah but, that's true um, but it's, it's like we got to store these things somewhere right
1: right well and then you got to hope that you know it, what's all the fail safes that the power mm-hmm. goes out or if you if there's some sort of natural disaster or if there's something like there's there's so there's so much obviously i'm sure they've thought of all these things yeah
0: but i mean it's also like that's a pretty big investment for something for a process that doesn't even exist yet you yeah. know what i mean like I have nothing against, like, the pursuit of science in this regard. Like, you might as well be like, hey, do you volunteer? It's almost like when you die, you can basically opt to be an organ donor. like You know, stuff like that. That's kind of how I view this. But at the same time, to be an organ donor, like, your organs are going to be used and harvested really quickly as opposed to, ah, go ahead and put me in the self-storage unit over there, and uh, hopefully within the next uh, 20 to 30 years, (laughs) you'll be able to use it. Because then I just imagine this giant cryogenic freezer people's bodies and brains yeah you open it
1: up you walk in and it's just miles long of all these people just uh... hanging out
0: now i'm sure they wouldn't just do that flippantly but at some point like you know again that's gonna to be you know you got to maintain that sort of stuff well yeah well i
1: mean mean, there's obviously it's going to cost a shitload of money yep right there's there currently is a waiting list yeah so it did say that this company um I think it's called Netcom. The company, it, it actually won a federal grant, hmm. and it's uh, collaborating with uh, Edward Boyden, a top neuroscientist at MIT. Uh, the technique just claimed a couple months ago an $80,000 science prize for preserving a pig's brain so well that every synapse inside it could be seen with an electron microscope. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't I,
0: know what any of that means, but that sounds impressive. <laughs>
1: Basically, there was no it, there was no quote unquote data loss, if mm-hmm. you will. Uh, like, if we were able to preserve the brain, bring it back, and then they could still see with an electron microscope all the everything that was firing and all the all the data inside. Basically, mm-hmm. um, I I, I the, my big my big concern with this one of my big concerns is something that we've talked about before is the overpopulation effect. Mm-hmm. If people are preserving themselves, and then they're just going to come back as what maybe a cyborg or is it going to be like a computer that sits on a desk Mm -hmm. or are you going to be walking around in like an artificial body Mm -hmm. almost like uh ex machina Mm -hmm. you know like what like how's that because then now you're just adding more people if people aren't dying in theory you're just adding more you're taking up more space on the planet
0: but i also argue that if you're downloading yourself into something like a cyborg or something that's machine you don't need to eat or poop
1: so you're not taking away resources. You're not taking
0: away resources. You are taking up space, but you also, like, but at you're that not the consuming. Time, you're right. also not providing waste. in sort of like the normal, typical waste. You probably don't need to drink anything. Um,
1: but at the same time, too, like, you probably don't need too much to live. You can probably just stand in a corner, power down, Yeah,
0: and then you're back, you know. And, you know, you probably need some sort of recharging capabilities. I don't know if you have batteries and stuff like that or if there's the sort of maintenance that goes into maintaining that sort of stuff. But I don't know if they're, you know. If you have enough cows in an area for farming and stuff, that creates a lot of uh, you know carbon monoxide. Is that what it is? You create there's a, there's a footprint. No, it's all their farts and stuff like that uh, create a, a big problem with like ozone and stuff like that. So be, I imagine there's some sort of economic effect with them too. And also, if the majority of people at one point, some point in time, if you just kept doing that, there would be more machines than there would be people. Yeah. So does that create a problem? That
1: that could that could create a gigantic
0: problem. Also, something else is I'm assuming that would be expensive. So is it only the wealthy people that to get to get to live on? So is there class warfare?
1: <laughs> That's actually yeah. I mean, well, because at that point too, though, if you are a machine, like, do you still have the same like? <clears throat> I know it all comes, it all stems from the brain, but do you have wants, desires, needs? Because if your if your if your consciousness or your memories or your whatever the fuck it is, is uploaded to the cloud or to a machine. You know, you don't need to eat. You don't need to drink. So you don't need things. Are you still going to desire? Are you still going to aspire to get things? Or is everyone just kind of complacent with
0: just existing? Or can your mind even handle something like that? True. Because that's something we talked about, uh, you know, the person who's going to do the first, like, human head transplant. Mm-hmm. And the psychological effects behind that would be that the brain would reject the body because it's like, this is not your body. Yeah. So would our brains be able to handle something like, oh, your brain is now in, in a machine. Right. Of sorts. Or if your brain was in some sort of simulation or something, they created some sort of matrix. Right. For you to exist <clears throat> in that was like some sort of utopia or something like that. Yeah. Could our brains process that because technically all that stuff you know if if they made it so that you could plug in and you could live, you could eat, you could do all that stuff like but you're not actually doing it, you know what I mean like, yeah could our brains handle all that sort of stuff is the question, and I don't know if we could
1: right well, and they're still they're still saying in this article they're questioning whether or not like they're they're saying there is a lack of evidence that is unprofessional um, they're saying there's a lack of evidence. Um, that memories can be found in dead tissue. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, yes, you can see synapses. You can see like that there is electrical impulses and there's things like that. But can you actually like in, in dead tissue, doesn't matter how you preserve it. Can you actually extract and find things like memories and, and other, uh, other cognitive abilities like that Mm -hmm. or not, but yeah. Can you, can you, can you extract them? Is it even possible? So they're still doing their research on it. They're kind of taking the Tesla model uh, mm-hmm. in so far as um, they're sizing up what the demand for this will look like and getting further funding and such by um, you can, uh, prospective clients can put a, do- a deposit down and get on a waiting list. So it's $10,000 to get your name on a waiting list. So it's kind of like the SpaceX thing. Like yeah. You can pay to say, I'm going to pay $200,000, and when you guys eventually take us up to space, I got a ticket. Yeah, you know, and this is fully refundable too. If you change your mind, no pun intended.
0: Uh, change your mind. <laughs> See
1: you guys. I'm out.
0: Boom, Everyone. boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Not talking the rest of the episode. Doug. It's, it's all on you, Doug. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to um, the Doug Monologue Show.
1: <laughs> the The other thing is that we're assuming that they're putting these into cyborgs.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one aspect. There's a lot of different ways to consider what they would be doing with this.
1: 25 people have, have signed up for this already, for the waiting list. One of them, um, he's a uh, one of the creators of this. He fully believes, he says, a quote in here, it says, I assume my brain will be uploaded to the cloud. He thinks in his lifetime it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, lifetime? I'm using air quotes. I don't know. Yeah. Really, that kind of takes the whole concept of a lifetime and yeah. just completely fucks with it. But he's saying that it, within his whatever lifetime means, uh, he's gonna he assumes his brain will be uploaded to the cloud. So not necessarily put into some sort of a cyborg yeah. or an Android, but actually just uploaded into a virtual cloud-based storage space so memories can be accessed. Potentially, he could talk to you like through Siri where you could ask you like, hey, dad. God, what kind of horrible existence would that be? You know, where you're just kind of existing in the in the net in the cloud somewhere. Again. So so that in that way, in that regard, you're not necessarily taking up physical space. You're not, you know, there's there's nothing to battle with as far as, you know, humans versus robots, that kind of thing. You're just existing in a st- you basically exist on a hard drive. You still got all your experiences are just sitting
0: there. Still gotta be stored somewhere. You know what I mean? Gotta power that server, Absolutely, power that yeah. space. Which consumes some sort of energy, and if everyone's doing that, yeah. you know, that's a big pull on the, the data grid and stuff like that. But, but
1: I don't think that in in any conceivable like near future, I, I think it's going to be uh, fucking d- decades upon decades upon decades before this gets anywhere remotely to the point where it's affordable for the masses. It, this will be one of those things where it is a it's a luxury item that only the the super rich can can even consider doing like do you have ten grand that you could just put as a down payment towards this
0: I did that on a house already right exactly right. <laughs> exactly yeah um I mean I can only see like so many of the negatives like I don't I really don't see many much many positives with this like for example, so you get uploaded to the cloud a. Can your brain handle that? In the sense of, I, again, this probably isn't how it would work because I've watched so many movies and TV shows that I feel like what it is is that somehow your consciousness does exist, but you just don't have a body. If that is the case, I don't think we can psychologically handle that. I yeah, just but don't again, think we I don't can. think
1: that this begs the question. This goes back to to that question that we've the, the the discussion we've had multiple times. Is it is it memories or is it a consciousness? Consciousness.
0: Because if it's not a consciousness, then what's the point? I mean, is
1: it for future generations to be able to access like let let's say when Natalie grows up and she has kids and her kids have kids, then they can they can see they can see memories from their great grandfather. So instead of like writing stuff down in a book or taking pictures or videos, you can actually go to the source and access these memories. Do are you seeing it? Or are you I hearing get, do it? Do I
0: get final edit approval on my memories because I don't want them seeing all my memories? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah. Like it's like <laughs> And then how much, how would you like to be the guy who edits all that stuff?
1: Well that's like wasn't there a movie was it Robin it's Williams? It's called Final Cut. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. he
0: would do that. He would take people's memories and and their basically their life and he would cut a very nice sort of eulogy for them based out of that sort of right, stuff. Right, but
1: he'd have to sift through all the dark shit. Yeah, he'd yeah. sift through everything. <clears throat> and
0: I'm like, so that means that stuff has to be organized and cataloged where it's like these are all the times your grandpa took a shit, you know. These are all the times he was <laughs> these masturbating. There's all the horrible things that he here's said. Here's all the times, here's the horrible things he was eating, right. you know. Especially when he decided to eat like a whole thing of bologna <laughs> One day, you know,
1: <laughs> I love your obsession with bologna.
0: This is, this is the one time. Do you ever hear that your
1: grandfather ate a quad burger that had five
0: patties on it? Here are the two times that he worked out
1: in his life, you know, like just here's all the times he mentioned his plantar fasciitis. We actually had to
0: dump this onto a different server <laughs> the plantar fasciitis chronicles, you know, like. What exactly <laughs> would someone want to pull from that? You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some moments, yeah. but Jesus Christ! Like, I guess you'd have to sift through all the raw data to get yeah. what you wanted.
1: I mean, I guess that that really is the the, the big question for me is what is the gain? Yeah, what's By the upswing this, on all this sort of stuff? Are you is it, are you preserving yourself for someone else? Because I truly, personally, don't think that you can pull a consciousness from someone. I don't, I don't think that can, and this is not necessarily a religious stance that I'm taking, but it's, like, I just don't see how you can, I feel like that is so tied to your experiences in your physical flesh machine, you know, I don't think, which sounds like a great sex toy.
0: Sounds like a great club.
1: I'm just saying, hey, have you gone? Have you? They just opened a new club. It's just called. No, really, what's it called? It's called Flesh Machine, dude. Yeah, that sounds hot. It's down on Canal and Roosevelt. Oh
0: man, yeah. What are you doing on Saturday? Do you want to go to Flesh Machine, dude? Put on your gimp suit. Yes. I'll put on my ball gag.
1: I need to go rent some latex. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wear some rentable latex
0: there. Let's get my nipples pierced and let's go down to Flesh Machine. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Can you shave my back?
0: Oh, I can, but I won't.
1: No, you don't need to. They actually do back shaving. Oh, That's a whole separate what? room. There's a VIP room in
0: Flesh Machine. We have to go to Flesh Machine. Absol-
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's the hottest club. Uh, when I open a bar, 20% of all my profits are going to go to 20%? Flesh Machine. 20%? <laughs> go One-fifth our, of everything you make is going to Flesh Machine. am going to go to Flesh Machine. You're Guys, welcome, Flesh L Machine. support
0: Flesh Machine for all of your nitty-gritty needs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: I just don't think that you can take a consciousness and and put it into a computer. I don't think you can ever get the same awareness that you have in the body. And I don't know why. I have nothing to qualify
0: uh, that statement with. I I don't know if
1: it's a soul or I – I don't know if it goes to that level.
0: I just don't see how you can do that. See, I go the opposite where I feel like it is possible, and I don't know why either. (laughs) I just think for some reason I'm like our brain is adapted to what we're in right now, but I feel like it could adapt to something else. But I don't know how you pull what's in here – and make that zeros and ones. Like, yeah, I don't know how yeah. you would do that. Like, I don't know how you take the the physical living tissue and body and transpose that into data. Right. I have no idea how you would do that.
1: This is. I'm gonna. I'm about to ask something that's going to either spark a decent conversation or it's going to make me sound like a complete idiot. Wow. Um. Sounds like my prom night. So get ready. Have you been? <laughs> that was bad. I was like, oh, "Let's can we just sit with that for a minute?"
0: I was like, "Thank you for sitting in that because that was a <laughs> terrible one." So um, that's what she
1: said. That's, I'm so confused. I want to make a pun here, but I don't know how. Um, have huh, is a brain transplant a thing? I don't think so. I guess. I mean, I have Google in front of me. I, I mean, I don't do, think
0: it's been done successfully. I mean, that's what they were. No, they're trying to do a head transplant, right? Yeah. With that guy, I don't think you can do brain transplants.
1: First successful brain transplant, brain transplant, first human head transplant successfully performed. They did it. What? Oh, guys, we might have to pause on this. Um, It's a procedure distinct from head transplantation, which involved transferring the entire head to a new body. Existing challenges, partial brain brain transplant. Okay. Because I guess my thing is like, if you were to pop my brain out and hook it up to some electrodes and keep it firing, you know, pump blood, to whatever it needs to do to keep it going... And you somehow hooked it up so, like, there was a database of all the words in the English language. Could that brain still, like, could I still talk? Like, that's that's what I go back to. Like, would that brain still be able to, you know, think and form words and be like, "I am now sitting in a tub of goop. I do not like this tub of goop." Sam,
0: I am. <laughs> I was like, I've just been reading Doctor Seuss books to Natalie, and I was like, this sounds like yes. a doctor's. <laughs> I'm in this tub of goop. I do not like this tub of
1: goop. <laughs> I am hungry for some soup while I sit in this tub of goop. Sloop group. Soup goop. I am in a tub of goop. <laughs> so, yeah, I just – I like. do you think oh, – man, I wish we had a fucking – I wish we were smarter is what yeah. it is because I just don't know if the brain is able to do that. Like, mm-hmm. would you be – like, is there – can it operate by itself and and make the same you know make everything happen? I don't see why it couldn't. It's, I mean this it is what runs everything. But
0: again, yeah, I, I mean,
1: I guess it could. I mean, I'm does, sure Wayne does, will tell us.
0: But does everything from personality to is is that that all comes from your brain, right? Yeah, or I mean, does what? it come from your liver? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a penguins. spleen. Yeah, spleen. Abdomen. It yeah. comes from the abdomen. It comes from the abde abdependix. Abdependix, yeah.
1: The, the abdependix. Abdomen.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's it's gotta be from the big intestine. It's a
1: small little part of the abdomen.
0: Abdomen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So all that stuff has to generate from there, but a brain by itself, is it still you? I yeah. guess that's what the, the core of the question is.
1: So you but you're so you posit that potentially it, it is, but you don't think that we could kind of no pun intended, wrap our brains around the fact that we were just sitting in a tub of goo or were uploaded to a, a cloud system. Like you think that would kind of break our, the uh, break the brain's
0: connection with reality basically. That's interesting. Cause again, not to reference black mirror, but I'm gonna, uh, in one of the episodes, <laughs> then I
1: feel like you don't say not to reference black mirror. Um, I feel like you say to
0: reference black mirror. No, I'm going to do it. Um, I think I nailed that. Uh, there's a there's a there's an episode where there's a a a small scene where um, John Hamm is actually in this episode. Okay, and uh, one of the things that he does is in the future, like very wealthy people can essentially put this little chip in their brain, or just like on the side of their head, and what it does is it monitors everything about their personality, the things that they like, things that they don't like, and eventually they get it removed and they put it in a little like sort of. Like device, it looks like an egg, mm-hmm. and essentially, that is a digital copy of themselves, and that digital copy usually has a hard time of understanding that it's just a digital copy. And John Hamm does this scene where he's like, "All right, well, I'm going to give you a physical body just to help you get through this." So, like, he pushes some buttons and, like, all of a sudden, they're in a room with like a console and everything like that, and they can see him through this screen. He's like, "Cool, so you're not real." You're just a digital thing. They're like, no, no, I am I am me. And they're like, mm, no, you're just a digital copy of the person who paid for you to be here. And your job is to essentially run this house. I want you, you know, oh, basically... Weird. Oh, weird. Okay. You know exactly how this person likes their toast. You know exactly like when the alarm should go off. You know everything about that. And your job is to run this house. And this person's like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. And he's like, cool. Well, time works differently for you than it does for me. So how about... Um, we talk in a week, and he just presses a button, and a week goes by in their time, but it's not in real person time. Right. So he comes back in a week, and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you have to give me something to do." There's nothing to do in here. So
1: this 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 AI has been sitting, or this cop, this digital cop, has been
0: sitting for a yeah. full week. Yeah, just he's like hanging out. All you gotta do is say you want to run the house. She's like, "No, fuck that." He's like, "Cool, how's six months sound?" She's like, "No, no, no." And he hits the button, oh. and then he's just sitting there hanging out. And then within a couple of like seconds it's six months and he goes back and she's like "Oh wait so
1: did he program like set time to equal six months or Mm -hmm. something so he's he's giving a fake sense of time
0: because it's it time passes differently in that than it does so it's you know he just goes whoop and he's just sitting there hanging out and then all of a sudden comes back and he goes so you ready to work and they're like she's like please give me something anything to do six months sitting in a room 24 hours can't sleep doesn't need to eat doesn't need to poop doesn't need to do anything. Just sitting in a room Jesus Christ. for six months.
1: That gives me anxiety. Yeah. I don't like this at She's all. She's like, I'll do it.
0: And then just starts running. Like, So that's where I think of the, the, the long-winded yeah. story to that. And that doesn't spoil anything about that. That was just a very interesting part of that episode. Yeah. Um, she. So it's the idea of taking your conscious, that same thing. And that's why I'm like, when you originally were like, you know, can you put that in, a, in in some sort of simulation or something, or they just exist in the cloud? I'm like, I don't think we could handle just existing.
1: Yeah. Just because, again, if you if you're if it is truly your conscience, then you are consciousness. Then you know you're just you're not doing anything. You're just hanging out. You know, you, you're not learning anything new. I
0: yeah. mean, I suppose you could, but you don't have to sleep. Right. You don't have to consume. Like you're perpetually everything awake. that you have been. Evolved to do as a human being mm-hmm. Changes on a fundamental level Right, right And your brain probably still has those synapses That's like check in to see if you have to pee Check in to see if you have to breathe Check in to see if your heart's working Check like It has all those things and now it's not connected to that Right So I that's why the idea of the afterlife to me Is also kind of Terrifying in a sense that Somehow our existence just perpetuates indefinitely I'm like I don't think we can handle that right yeah just existing in this ethereal uh, state
1: that would be that would be absolutely miserable yeah that would be completely and utterly
0: miserable there has to be some sort of ability or something that mimics what we do cuz i think that's the only way our brains can handle it. You have that. to
1: run some sort of a simulation. It have to yeah. be
0: some sort of matrix-like scenario yeah, yeah, yeah. where we can plug into it <clears> and <throat> pretend to live our lives so that our brain can handle it cuz if we just You've got exist. an avatar.
1: Like yeah, basically like you plug into some yeah. sort of a VR thing and you've got an avatar that you're that you embody and you go mm-hmm. through a whole giant thing that somehow yeah. Yeah, you hit pleasure centers, you hit boredom, you hit you know excitement, you hit
0: you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all of it fires those synapses like it normally would. And essentially, you're just being a part of a simulation. Now, the question is, but
1: then then you go, why? At that point, why the fuck even go like that? People don't yeah. want to die.
0: Yeah, people prefer to live on. Essentially, past their their date, and they're like, you know what? As opposed to not knowing what's going to happen, I'd rather go to something that I do know, and we'll just make it a fake world. Now, the question is. Does your conscious then know, or do you? Is it unknown that right. they're living in a simulation?
1: Does it does it just kind of accept its reality, or and go?
0: Or more yeah. the idea of like, do you tell like, do you tell yourself, "Hey, you are doing this," so when you go into the simulation, you know it's a simulation, right, right, right? Or do you not know, right? And you just wake up and you're like, "I am programmed with these things, already ready to go." How weird then, would it
1: be, like, you die, you, you go through this procedure, two hundred years later, you get thought out, mm-hmm. and then they bring you in. <clears throat> and they thaw you out they upload your brain and all of a sudden it's like you basically just woke up from a quick nap mm-hmm. and they're you know do they tell you it's 200 years later or mm-hmm. do you just wake up and all of a sudden you're in a completely different surrounding and you're you're, you're as far as your brain knows you just woke up yeah you don't know how much time has passed 200 mm-hmm. years
0: 1000 years 10 years yeah yeah and the idea too is i think a lot of that is the idea that when you die you want to reconnect with your loved ones Right, so if they're uploaded there too, it's like great. We can go there. I can meet you again. So if you don't know it's a simulation, what if you go about creating a brand new life to your, for yourself in the afterlife? Also, I have so many questions. Like, yeah, do you remain faithful? In <laughs> The afterlife, you're like, well, until until I get here. I mean, I might as well fuck around. You know what right. I'm saying? I May mean, it could be a long time before I mean, they arrive. I know? don't know. Does time pass differently here than I might hit? I might hit up digital scores. You know what I'm talking. <laughs> Well, these are right. the ugliest chicks, or whatever they say. <laughs> Can't you digitally make this better? We oh. go for a more realistic approach. Here. Oh, look
1: at that! They got a flesh machine here.
0: <laughs> oh, gonna, sweet! I'm gonna hand over to the flesh machine. You know what? I'm gonna open up my own flesh machine. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, there's so many things that just.
1: Well, then, okay. Now, take it to another level. Yeah. Is let's say there is an afterlife, mm-hmm. like a true you're in heaven or hell or whatever. Like, is your. Sp- Spirit there Does your spirit get pulled back when your
0: brain gets turned back up? Like, what, is, what does that whole ramification look like? I don't know if I believe in a spirit or the soul, no? honestly. I don't know if I do. I was just thinking about that and now. I'm like, I don't know if I do. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, because obviously the simulation. Well, you just, have no soul. I can tell you that. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Gosh. You know, a lot of people wouldn't give me those kind of compliments, but you really do.
1: I don't want you to ever think I don't appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Where your heart should be, there's just a giant a black hole. Giant black just sucking yep. in all the positive energy Absolute, like a Dementor. Absolutely. <laughs> and yep. I love you for that. Yeah, no, it's lightless in there. <laughs> it is yeah. dark. Yeah. Um But that's that's something I almost imagine I'd like to almost do my own sketch where like God comes down, and he's like, Hey, you're stealing shit from me. You can't keep <laughs> storing this stuff over here. I got God and the devil. Com- I got I got ends to meet. Right. I got productivity issues. I got people working overtime. I'm on a quota. All right. All right. I'm- and I'm missing. I'm missing. And the devil's like, this is the first time you and I are going to agree, God. I got a problem here, too. He's right. Who's going to work the soul for pits? Huh? I'm, running Come on, I'm running low. I'm running low. Come on, guys. I need people in the lesbian cloud. For some reason, there's a lesbian cloud in, in heaven. Yeah. We're no, running out. I don't know. He's running out. He's well, like, yeah, where are they
1: going after heaven?
0: Wait, that's a good point.
1: <laughs> you got to think this skit no, through. the
0: thing the thing is, it's like they're <laughs> they're working overtime. It's like I can't. But if people aren't going there, then they don't need to work overtime. People don't have anything to do up there. Right. They're getting but bo- <laughs> but we'll look. We'll workshop look, we'll, this. We'll, we'll
1: workshop this. We'll have something for maybe you Maybe somebody
0: they come down. They're like, we have to talk because right. you have too much. Like you gotta let them go, guys. Like, we're uh, it's
1: getting slim pickings up there. Everyone's pairing up. There's no more. Uh, <laughs> There's no more. Our orgies are running, are running dry. They're just, people are bored. People we are need, bored we as need shit. Some, we
0: need some fresh fish up there. God, okay? damn, literally. <laughs>
1: um, well, there is, so uh, to kind of go, in, in this article, it goes to, uh, there's another section called Crazy or Not. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a neuroscientist at the McGill University named Michael Hendricks. He described uh, the abjunctly, abjectly false hope Huddled by transhumanists promising resurrection in ways that technology mm. can probably never deliver. Interesting. So basically he's saying, again, fish or snake oil mm-hmm. salesmen. Like they're like, look, this is this is hope that you're hoping against hope here. Like technology will never be able to get to a point where this will work. And here's a quote from him. he said, quote, burdening future generations with our brain banks is just comically arrogant. Mm-hmm. I feel like you and him kind of get along in this regard. Mm-hmm. Aren't we leaving them with enough problems? Um, I hope future people are appalled that in the 21st century, the richest and most comfortable people in history spent their money and resources trying to live forever on the backs of their descendants. I mean, it's a joke, right? They are cartoon bad guys. (laughs) It's like, it really does kind of sound like some sort of a cartoon villain plot to live forever.
0: Well, I mean, and that's the thing is, I 100% agree from that philosophical standpoint. I disagree with the fact that this won't happen.
1: So you really do think?
0: I believe, I mean, I would argue it's already happening. I mean, look at the stuff that we're doing with the body now to make sure that we improve it to make people feel comfortable. I mean, knee surgeries, hip replacements, heart transplants. Like, we figured all this stuff out to sort of improve quality of life. I really don't see anything different than, you know, it's hard to fathom, but someone... We you showed me that video of the people that install uh wetware into their yeah, bodies just yeah just because.
1: And they're like, let's see what this one does. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they My elbow stuff. lights
0: up. Yeah, and it's like it monitors all their vitals and stuff right. and sends it to their phone, like on a regular basis. I mean, that's that's the basics
1: <laughs> That's the that's that sci fi future shit. Now,
0: yeah. will we ever be able to sort of transpose and transfer the brain to a cloud? I don't know. That might be a leap.
1: Well, this is the end of that okay. that section says The unknowns, of course, are – and this is not a quote from him. This is the author writing this. The unknowns, of course, are substantial. Uh, This is after an entire section of going back and forth on Crazy or Not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not only does one – not only does no one know what consciousness is, so it will be hard to tell if an eventual simulation has any, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also unclear what brain structures and molecular details need to be retained to preserve a memory or a personality. It is just the synap- is it just the synapses, or is it every fleeting molecule? And then, quote: ultimately, to answer this question, data is needed. Uh, one of these other guys, this guy Bowden, says. Um, so he's basically saying we we need oodles more data to oh, figure yeah. out is it like literally every single molecule in the brain, or is it just these synapses, or is it just the tissue, or is it just this sure. or just that? And so. It stands to it stands to be seen. They're they're very very early research phases at this point. It stands to be seen, to your point, if we can even possibly do this. Because, mm-hmm. and this kind of balances between what you or I were saying is is there a soul? Isn't there a soul? We don't even know what constitutes a consciousness. Mm-hmm. You don't know. I'll tell you what does not constitute a consciousness is this man behind you. Oh, he's oh.
0: I was like this is a horror movie. Yeah, I turn yeah. around there's nobody there. Oh no,
1: there was a giant Serbian man. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but so we don't even know like we don't know we don't know what we don't know what it is. We don't yeah. know how it it can be done if it can be done.
0: So well, I mean, the brain has been one of the most mysterious things for hundreds of years. Like we, we don't know exactly how it operates, you know, what all the functions are and stuff like that. And in I mean the it's one thing to look at a heart and be like, I know what the heart does. The heart pumps the blood. It right. has four chambers, it does this, it does that, as a physical component to it. When you're talking about Hey, remember that time when we started working together back in 2012? And now, and, and we can s- we can you and I can literally picture it
1: yeah. in our mind. As you said that, immediately I started seeing the office again, and exactly. immediately started like I was oh that time we did this. Oh, yeah. I hung these pictures up. Oh, I did like yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it 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 literally generated a picture in our mind, and that's something that nothing else in our body does. Right. Nothing else in our bodies can retain it. Now, also, the memories aren't necessarily accurate. But because they change over time, they fade, they alter based on our experiences. But you know, you can't go to your heart and go, "Hey, remember that time? You know, you broke up with that girl in seventh grade." It's just going to go boom, boom, boom. boom." You know, it doesn't. It does what it does.
1: (laughs) The heart's a real drip. It comes to conversation.
0: It's just. It's like I'm doing my work. I'm doing my job. Leave me alone. Right. So, but you know, in that on that same token, like you know, they are developing things now where people can literally send each other images through their brains. Yeah. Someone can put on a headset right now, and someone all the way across the world will also put on a headset, and they can project images to each other. They've they've practiced this stuff. It's fucking fascinating. Really? And it's getting dangerously accurate, how well they can do with that sort of stuff.
1: A couple years back, I think I sent you an article, or it was a video, where they were showing – they showed someone <clears throat> a picture, like a, a moving video, and they had something hooked up that would actually translate – the 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 synapses and stuff that were firing in the brain it would translate that into an image so you could see what they were seeing Mm -hmm. and some of them were like there was a bird flying and the image that got created from the the brain uh was shockingly close to that yeah you know some and obviously there were so you know you could almost one could could you know argue that eventually you could record dreams yeah you could actually watch your dreams back
0: yeah exactly which i would kind of want to do sometimes other times be like pass i'd like a private viewing before (laughs) anyone else
1: saw them just to see what i was thinking about i'm sure i'd be like
0: this is fucking nuts right um but so we're we're heading in that direction yeah so i don't think it's too far-fetched but he's absolutely right we are we do not have enough data yeah and something else to consider too go ahead
1: memories and, and images and things like that but as far as your consciousness i think that's the thing that that will for, I, I potentially will forever elude us.
0: Well, because that's something something to consider too is if something existed, we have the simulation and stuff like that, and we were to upload someone's consciousness to it. How do we know if it would be successful? Right. Do we plug in and see? Like, right. How do we know it's not just some like hellscape that's not working well? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, and just, if you do that, consciousness, are you like that one the 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 John Hamm Black Mirror mm-hmm. episode? Are they living in just something? They're like, I wish to God I'd never done this. This is and that's a question
0: too, because in that wonderful again, reason why you have to watch Black Mirror. So we can talk about this: is that digital copy a human or not? Right? Or is just have ones rights. and zeros? Yeah, because they feel like they're mm-hmm. part of it because mm-hmm. they absorbed all that sort of stuff. But are they? They don't exist in a human form, right? So right. what is it? So. If we transport someone to this sort of matrix-like thing, how do you do quality control on it? Right. I mean, how do you know that it's working properly? What do you do if you know there's a problem? I mean, you can you can scan the code, you can try, probably see how the brain reacts to it, but is things are things going as they're supposed to do? How do you know? And I know part of that is you have to design the matrix, so you have to know what's in it, right? You know, to to see how it goes. But how do you know how the conscious fills that sort of void in that sort of regard? Like I. There's, there's tons and tons of questions about how this stuff would work and I'm I mean if I was terminally ill or whatever I'd like take my brain whatever I don't care because <laughs> I'm like hey if I'm gonna die at least t- run some tests and see if this works right. I don't know um, but you know the idea too is that I don't want to live forever so I take that back. What I just said, like I don't want to live forever. <laughs> so don't do that because don't take my brain. It's off the record. It's also, off the record. You also touch a good point there too because this is gonna be fucking expensive, and there's no way that the average person is gonna have access to this.
1: Absolutely not. So yeah. you're
0: gonna have the assholes of the world again, not
1: for eons. Eventually, it might come down in cost, but probably not anywhere near. And they probably soon. put some
0: f- sort of like pay to play, play to pay, pay to win sort right. of. Situations. There's a pay. There's a paywall the option, but you're only gonna have limited access. Uh, you're gonna be able to do this and this, but if you play for the platinum package, you'll have the whole world. You get all the expansions. It's just a monthly fee of blah 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 blah. <laughs> so that is gonna suck because. Right. I, and I agree with that guy where he's like, "How arrogant is that? And right. It's like right. I don't want to die, so <laughs> let's put my consciousness somewhere." And I would hate it if it was like a Siri-like situation. Yeah. Where it's like, "Oh, <clears throat> let's see what Dad's doing." And you turn it on, he's just like, "I can't stand this. Get me out of here." Oh, I right. Nice to see you, Dad. And then you know, uncheck it or whatever. But. Just to have them exist in that.
1: Cover your cameras up,
0: please. I can see everything. I can see everything. I don't want to see this. It's just, and that. does that drive you crazy? Because what are they able to see? Is it like a FaceTime video for them? Right. They won't be able to hold or touch their grandchild right. or everything like right. that. I mean, what's, you know, do you... Because let's face it. I mean, humans in isolation go crazy. So I don't know if that's necessarily an isolation thing. But over time, the mental state does not improve yeah it only deteriorates
1: absolutely yeah if you if you still have the the consciousness of having remembering what touch was what love was what feeling what eating what like taste and all that and you can't have that
0: or are you just stuck it's like when we upload your brain there's no more new information it's 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 basically a, a capa like this. It's you get you at this time and everything up to that point. That's all you get. You get nothing more. Right, right. So you can't like said, you can't learn anymore. You can't do this. So everything is. Is that a great state to be in? I don't know. Probably not. An even better question: If someone, if there's a malfunction and someone like unplugs you or whatever, and you die, is that murder? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Is that murder? Right. You know, if if the server farm shuts down. <laughs> Have you just murdered tens of millions of people? You know, is that murder at that consciousnesses? point consciousness? is like, how do we define right what's still living and what's not? Are you alive in the code? I don't know. I Especially would, if they take the brain they just sort of like do a, a an upload yeah. and then the brain's basically useless at that point in time like are w- you still a person or not? I would say I would argue no. I would kind of have to on the physical basis, but that's the thing that's going to get real interesting in the next few years is is only physical the only definition of what's real. Because that's the whole thing with transhumanism and stuff like that. At what point do we cease being human? Right. At what point do we become something else? And when are when are we still protected under our normal laws right. and things like that? Because you could argue at some point, well, this guy over fifty percent of him is mechanical or not not original. Right. So are they still a human or not? And that goes into that uh, paradox of the boat the Greek boat. I like, love that paradox. Where, Such one of my favorite ones. Where it's like, if you shave it down, replace all this different stuff, and at some point, years later, is it the same boat?
1: Right, where it does not, eventually, you mm-hmm. take one piece off, mm-hmm. and you replace it with a new piece. Mm-hmm. You take another piece off, and eventually, all the original pieces will be gone. Mm-hmm. At what point is it a new boat? Is exactly. it when the first piece gets removed and replaced, Mm -hmm. is that a completely different boat? Mm -hmm. Or is it when the last piece, or is it somewhere in
0: between? Exactly. 50%. What is it? Yeah. And that's something to consider with humans because there's going to be better improvements to the human body to, you know, again, we've talked about stuff people can do with vision stuff now. Like they can, people that are blind, there's implants they can do where they can actually see stuff now. Right. And there's, you know, uh, amputees and things like that. They can have all that sort of stuff. There's artificial hearts. There's all sorts of stuff, and it's only going to get more and more advanced. Mm Mm-hmm. So the question becomes then at what point are you something else and also like at what point you know do we you know become less human if we're just code and if something were to happen to us and not only that if we're all in this matrix and I get mad at you in this matrix and I try to kill you can I (laughs) like you know what I mean? Right. Like, is there He's a, hacked his conscience. Is there like police? Conscious. Is there a police yes. force in the Matrix that has to monitor that sort of behavior? Like, can we actually physically harm each other? Right. Because technically the pain receptors and stuff are in your brain. Does that transfer over too? Well, that's I would a, that's argue a, that's that you need some point. sort of pain to feel alive and feel real. Right. Otherwise, you just wander around. It's like being on God mode in a video game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like nothing nothing uh, well then that because
0: yeah. that also would argue that it takes away all the the pleasure centers as well yeah you know what i mean yeah so it's like you know if you're, you are going to fool around in the simulation can you feel anything right or do they give you the op- op- opportunity to to affect it any way that you want can you turn it on up to 10 and then reduce it to right. five or do any of this sort of stuff so if you were like i want to jump off this building turn your pain receptors down to zero and jump right and land and be like, cool. I want to get into a fight. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to go I'm gonna go st- into a boxing match. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to turn my pain receptor down to zero. Yeah.
1: And then I'm going to come out and then I'm going to celebrate yeah. with a little trip to the uh, the flush factory, the flush
0: machine. <laughs> going to the flush machine. Right, exactly. You know? uh, and I'm
1: going to turn my receptors up to 10.
0: Yeah, This exactly. one goes to 11. Exactly. <laughs> so there's so many, so many different aspects to consider in this regard. But overall, I would probably vote against this. Um, I would not... Vote against this to happen? To happen to me, I would say. I don't necessarily want to control what anyone else does in that sort of regard. I don't think it's a good idea because I don't think we can mentally handle it. And you would have to have such a sophisticated system in place Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to allow... Because God help the first people that go into this sort of situation. Because... Yeah. It's like the Bill yeah. Bird joke. Like people are like, Man, I wish I would have done that years ago. No, you don't. No, oh, yeah. You don't want to be the guinea pigs. You don't want to be the first person
1: to update your iPhone. Yeah. No. No, you let the let, let the uh you know, what is it? The eleven point one roll around before you go to eleven Yeah. You don't wanna do that. You want them to work the bugs out,
0: man. You always wanna be but at the same time you need to have people there. In order to work out the bugs. Right. So I just think that is a hellscape you're thinking of. If you're like, transfer my conscience, I'll be the first one to do it. Fuck that. <laughs> no. I want you to guarantee me I will pay a premium on that price. Um, and I will pay the subscription model if you can guarantee me that everything's going to go swimmingly. Let's let's take that. I know we're going to be wrapping up here in a minute. So let me ask you this. If we had a perfectly run matrix. It's up and running. It's flawless. Okay. There's no, uh-oh, the server went down. People died. Um, When you transfer your conscious over It goes smoothly It's 100% success rate And when you get there You basically have sort of free reign To kind of explore Do what you want You can actually live on your life Almost like you're doing now But in a digital sense Would you do it?
1: And everything I knew prior came with me Yes
0: (sighs) As curious as I would be I would probably say no. What if they offered you a free trial? Like, we'll give you a free trial for a month. You can come in here for a couple hours a week, test it out, let us know what you want. Mm.
1: I like me some free trials. <laughs> I know you do. I do like free trials of also things.
0: Also, like, we'll throw in some free swag. We'll get you a hat a, with a beanie top. Okay. So we're talking the TF2 rules now? Exactly. Okay. If they threw in the hat pack, a pack
1: of hats, I will. I would say it. I don't know, because like, the thing is, like with, yeah, I was going to say if I die. <laughs> if, an, if I die, Doug, if the time ever comes um, and I die, <clears throat> I feel like I would want to know that I, like, that was it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, coming back and then going, no, I got to make the decision to leave again. I feel like that would be, I fear death too much as is. I don't know if I would want to do it twice.
0: Well, you wouldn't necessarily have to fear death if you transfer over to this program. Unless, yeah, but unless like, you choose they'll give you it. a week,
1: like if you don't like it. So then I would no, if no, I No, don't no, like they would it. let
0: you plug in before you died. You don't have to you don't have to make the decision after you've died.
1: Oh, I thought they'd be like, All right, well so when you die, we'll put you we'll bring you back, we'll put you in, and if you don't like it, then we'll just kill you again. We'll pull <laughs> you right back out. No. So like, you're saying you get to so pre death, I would get to jack in. I would get to plug in and experience what it would would be like
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. and then when you were done you would jack off (laughs) then you go back to real life it's jack out doug (laughs) um
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know i would be curious to if i okay so there's basically there's no risk Mm -hmm. risk. there's no commitment it's a it's a free week just to see why not
0: yeah and
1: and it's a free week to see. So if I'm just gonna plug in, yeah, get to experience what it what it would be like, and then I can make a decision whether or not I wanted mm-hmm. to do it. I would absolutely do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then from there, it'd be kind of a tough, probably a tough call to be like,
1: like how cool was that? Did it look I real? I don't.
0: I don't know. Like that would that would probably mess with me pretty hard because right now I'm be like, nah, let me die. But like yeah. if you're like, hey Doug, go check this out, and it's it's a very great place.
1: I guess the thing is I would I would I would lean towards no because yeah. I know the experiences I'm having now, mm-hmm. at least I think, are oh. real mm-hmm. unless we are part of some giant matrix. Oh
0: no. Conspiracy.
1: The experiences I'm having now are real. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can have new experiences, I can I can learn, I can grow, I can travel uh in that matrix world. I feel like you if if your if you if your consciousness cannot expand past where it was like if you can't learn anything new we're you're you're saying those
0: you're saying those rules on this situation what if you could well but
1: you were saying like you know potentially like i I thought that was kind of the construct let's let's take that that,
0: let's take that rule out of there what if you could continue to grow and experience things what if in this matrix everything's
1: virtual man like it's not i don't But what
0: if it's like seems so freaking real it
1: seems so real but you would
0: know that you're in a machine but what if what if you're in this machine with all these other people who are also in the same boat as you you can meet new people who can tell you about their lives and why they transfer. Ah, over. you sold me on it. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. You Good. Got me. I have a card. I want you to just go ahead and I'm going <gasps> to chloroform you real quick. Well, here. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now let's plug it in his butt. Flesh machine <gasps> <What>? activate. <laughs> it's my trigger word. <laughs> oh boy. Cause I, that's the thing that's, that's compelling to me in this sort of situation. It's like, it's not just you by yourself right? existing in a vacuum. like There's other people that have connected to this sort of world, so you could, you know, again, the world could be whatever it wants. It's interesting, you know? man. It's, yeah. a, it's a fascinating concept, and I would like to think that I would say no, but I think more often than not, people would say yes because something is better than nothing in a sense of knowledge. right? If you know where you're going to go, right. and you just tested it, and it looks pretty fucking sweet... Versus, I think that I'm going to go to heaven when I die. Like, which one are you going to do? <laughs> right. Or, I mean, what would suck is if
1: they, like, spent all their money on a really cool demo version. Yeah. And then, like, the actual version was, like, Minecraft. It's so shitty. Just, like, pixelated, and you're like, ah, crap. Well, because
0: the thing, too, is, like, I'm assuming there would also be an option that at one point in time, if you want to be like, all right, I'm good, I'm done, they can pull the plug, and you can go. It's on your own volition. Yeah. So you can decide yeah, to do that. Yeah. It's not just, like, you're trapped in here. You can literally... Access something to go if you want to Because I think that obviously the thing that's always Which I think fuels this Is grief and loss So if you knew that like Some good friends were there Or if you knew that some Your favorite family members were there If your wife was there Your past pets
1: But at that point then you are aware That it's a simulation
0: Yes but you get to go And Hang out with the people that you've lost again, who are themselves. But
1: again, like then I go back to the point where I know it's a it's a simulation. I know it's not
0: real, but it is real. Is it though? Because if you get to talk with your family stuff and they are themselves, right? But you're not uploading themselves into it.
1: Yeah, but you are. It's it's not real because you're in a simulated environment. Your environment may not
0: be real, but the people that you're talking to are. No, it's a copy of their brains. No, it's not a copy of their brains. It is their brain. It's well, been it's transferred the, over. It's a copy,
1: but it's them. It's not the actual brain. It's a copy of all the stuff. If I take a banana and I and I photocopy, oh, I like it. where we're going. If I photocopy <laughs> a banana, that's a that's a photocopy of a banana. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: the end. The Discussion end. over. Justin takes off his headset. <laughs> I rest my case. I can't argue that. But guys. if we if if we also agree with the fact that. When you go in there, your mind can still develop, can still you know experience, can still learn, can still meet people and things like that. I feel like that's the driving force as to why people would do this. Yeah. Because takes, if you know, for now, the thing that would suck is if you have someone you cared about who's like, I don't want to do that, and then they didn't do that. And you're right. Like,
1: but then again, then when people are done, mm-hmm. then you have to go through the grief again. True. Like, let's say your wife's like, "All right, I'm I, I I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I've been we've been in here another thirty years." Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I'm done.
0: Mm -hmm. We're ready. Maybe you guys go as a, as a couple. But what if you don't want to go? Then that's something. That's a crucial conversation.
1: I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. It's. uh, It's tough in that regard. I would, I would like to think that you both could come to a mutual agreement on what the plan of action is. But also, is there something? Is there something sort of uh, calming in the sense that you decide when it's time to go? I mean, we could decide right now, Doug. We could but i'm talking more <laughs> we could i mean we got we got options yep. but the idea of i don't know if it's
1: calming or if that's just like that's that's an unnecessary burden i think to well, put on yourself
0: well because yes we can choose to end it right now if we want to but in a very violent manner so to speak, even if it's, you know, taking a bunch of pills or you know, breathing gas. Or so something you're like saying that.
1: just if it's ones and zeros, you just to literally you, be
0: like, all right, we're going to leave now. We know we're doing it and we, shuts it down. We hit, we, are you are you sure? Yes. And you both do it and you just boop, and you're gone. Hmm, that's I, I, interesting. I, f- I feel like there's something better, especially because you're making that choice. You're experiencing stuff. You're like, I'm good now. Boop, boop. And Again, you could do that now if you wanted to. I like, just
1: yeah, I don't I I. I. I think if it's such a real simulation, mm-hmm. I think it would be just as gut-wrenching mm-hmm. in that world as well. What well, do you say gut-wrenching? What do you mean? Like the, to have to choose to end it. I think that is a... I don't think it's a choice that anyone takes lightly. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a choice that... Uh, I, I, I just think there's there's a yeah. lot that comes along with that. And, I mean, obviously there is. And I don't think if, if we're talking the simulation, the simulated world was just as real as this one. I just don't think that that's... I don't think it would be as easy as you are, are painting it to be. I
0: agree. I, you know, I, I agree with you. I think, in a sense, um, all you're doing with the simulation is prolonging the, inev- exactly. the inevitable in that sort of regard. Exactly. So if you're like, ooh, I want more time, or I would love to see mom and dad again, or right. I'd love to see my brother again, and I know they're in there, I want to go see them. And I think, if anything, it's the greatest marketing scheme of all time because <laughs> – Who's going to opt to leave in that sort of regard, because first of all, it's going to draw you in, because especially if all, you know, if everyone's on the on this different app and you want to get on the social media app, you're going to hop in there to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then who's going to want to leave? Right. You know,
1: so then now we're talking space.
0: Yeah. Right. How much space do we have? How, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. right, and I'm sure they'll just be draining bank accounts left and right because how do you pay for that? Who absolutely. pays for that? The living or the dead? Right. At some point, if your bank account runs dry, do Again, they just turn you off? It goes back to that. You can't earn any additional revenue. Exactly. Yeah, it goes
1: back to that thing where the guy said, um, the guy said. <laughs> Uh, burdening future generations with our brain banks is just comically arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like, again, like that's yeah. you were basically saying, cool, I'm going to do this and live on. You fuckers pay for it. Yeah,
0: See ya. Or you deal with the energy that it takes to house this right. or the maintenance <clears> that it <throat> does to yeah. do this because blah, 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 blah. I just
1: don't think it's a good idea.
0: All right, then. We won't do it. Guys. Problem, <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> you know what we will do, though? A throwdown. Hey,
1: motherfucker.
0: <laughs>
1: so, I was... Obviously, I wanted to do an AI themed throwdown mm-hmm. or some sort of of conscious consciousness consciousness transfer throwdown. Um, but I don't know enough about the movie. Oh, you know what we could have done? Mm. We could have done Johnny Depp and uh, Transcendence. Tr- Transcendence uh, versus um, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Lucy. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those movies. So exactly, which would be a terrible throwdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would also I would give it to Scarlett Johansson in um, Lucy, but. Um, since I can't really come up with a good one, I went, oh, we could do um, Will Smith's, uh, was it AI or iRobot? iRobot. iRobot. Was, um, was that the one with like the, the hordes of, uh, yes. of of AI? I love how he shows us to...
0: going like, I don't know what this is. What is yeah. this? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, that's that
1: one. Uh, iRobot versus, um, oh, fuck, I just had it. Hold on. What was the other one? Terminator. Oh, yeah, versus Terminator. I knew it. Yeah. So we could do that, but I didn't know if you'd seen those or if you wanted to. I have seen both of those. Um, All right, fuck it. Let's do that one then. I'll save the other one I had in mind.
0: Well, um, I would argue that Terminator has the upper hand because Skynet nukes the world (laughs) right out the bat. (laughs) Touche. Whereas the AI in iRobot, according to the movie, which is meh, um, the whole reason why they sort of activate and imprison humans is because humans can't humans are constantly hurting themselves, so the only way to protect them is to basically hold them prisoner. Right. So, whereas Terminator's like, humans are a flaw, we're going to eliminate them. Right. Okay. So, um... Uh, Well,
1: there's your you're pitting each other you're pitting them against each other because one is trying to save humans by mm. eradicating them, and the other is trying to kill humans by eradicating them.
0: Well, it's interesting too because I'd be curious to know if the robots could discern between a real human and a terminator disguised as a human. I would say yes. How they just know? They just know. Yeah, it's a feeling they get in their balls. They do. Yeah. Okay, they and the, do.
1: And they're in their in their clackers. <laughs> and
0: they're meaty metal clackers. Um, they just hear. <laughs> they're like, nope. Oh, those, are robot, those balls. are robot balls. So I'm trying to think of mobility like the iRobot robots are very very mobile, very, yeah. mobile, very nimble. Uh, also the,
1: what what version yeah, of the Terminator? Because the are Terminator
0: talking? is like just the bipedal ones. They seem very slow, mm-hmm. although they do have access to pretty impressive weapons. Mm-hmm. But not to say that the iRobot robots couldn't. Can I just say the iRobots? I don't yeah. want to say iRobot robots. Yeah, the iRobots. <laughs> the the iRobots. Um, not to say that they couldn't also learn to use weapons as well. Right. Because um, also, if you have like the T1000 that is liquid metal, I imagine if you make a bunch of those, you know, they're basically impervious to the iRobots. Um, I'm to give. I think I'm gonna give a slight edge. The me- NS5 robots. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's just a tough call because I feel like from what we've seen from the Terminators, they're more militarized than the. the yeah, but NR- these
1: are essentially like a police squadron. Like they're they're a pretty pretty tactical. The iRobots robots are.
0: Yeah, I mean, they are. But you also have like things, like different uh, ships. Like, they, the, the, the AI... Well, it's tr- But, you know what? No, in iRobot, they also control the other, like, mechanical robots, like a house demolition yeah, yeah. thing and uh, all that sort of stuff. They do control I w- that as I well. I would
1: say, though, that it's e- it seems easier to destroy the iRobots than it does the Terminators. The Terminators seem like they're built a little bit hardier. Because, I yeah. mean, with Will Smith just shooting at them, like, he's able to pretty much blow them apart with, the, with, with what seems to be regular bullets. That is
0: true. They're not militarized in that sort of sense, based on what we see, like... I mean, they, they they are swarms and stuff like that, but the Terminators are one hundred percent built to destroy, to kill. Yeah. So, um, and again, like from what we've seen from them, I mean, they control attack ships, you know, helicopters and stuff like that, hovercraft. Uh, I, I feel like their their sole purpose is to kill. Whereas I don't think, not to mention that. You know, in the movie I Robot, um, you know, the there's the one robot that kind of uh, defies the AI has ultimately. The and um, they all, all the rest of the robots turn to him as like a messiah right. to lead them, <clears throat> you know, to the future. I just don't feel like they're programmed for the sake of destruction like the Terminators are. Okay. So. Yeah. Which could change, I don't know, but I feel like almost it sounds weird that the, the i robots are almost too human, and that actually makes them flawed.
1: Okay, I, I can dig that. Yeah, and I feel
0: like the Terminators would just be like, they would have no qualms with just nuking to get rid of them. Right, they'd be
1: like, look, we're they would they would look at the tactically and then go, we're gonna lose how many of our ranks in fighting. They're this. They're this. They're this. Let's, they're trying let, to
0: protect the humans. We don't like the humans. So let's just nuke them. We're gonna
1: analyze this and go fuck it. We're just gonna nuke it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just we're just gonna set that off. Yeah. I feel like they would. Yeah. Just based off of the fact that they're built more tactically, they're built more uh, militarized, and they have just kind of a more a, a colder look at fuck everyone. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely give it to the Terminators. Let's go, Terminators. Terminators,
0: Terminators for the win! Terminators. The win! Yeah, yep. we did it. We done did it. Yep. Uh, Justin, everything you have anything to promote? Anything uh, yeah, to The out? Looming
1: Tower on Hulu.
0: Looming Tower. Uh,
1: Jeff Daniels, uh, Alec Baldwin, a bunch of other people. Uh, it's a good little miniseries.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I'm i going to recommend Black Mirror because it's Shocking. a... Shocking. I'm late to the game on this. I yes. know that I am, uh, but I'm just about done with the whole show. I'm in season four. I think I've got two more episodes left. Uh, It's fucking great if you have not checked it out Essentially it's an anthology series Which means that each episode is A standalone episode Um, It doesn't necessarily have an overarching Story and most almost every single Episode has something to do with technology And a lot of it's pretty Fucking dark but they're Fascinating concepts and I'm hoping that once Justin catches up well, we will definitely be talking about that. I joked to Justin that sure. pretty much every episode is a podcast topic, so um, <laughs> I am blown away by it. So check out Black so, Mirror. Yeah, you guys
1: get on that, so yes. then you are prepared when we bring one of them up as a topic.
0: Yes, that's on Netflix. They're only There's four seasons. Each season has about four to six episodes, so it's not a huge commitment. Check it out. There's some fantastic actors in it. It's really, really good. Highly recommended. All right. All right, you guys can find us, uh, MindGap, on Facebook. Look for our page there. We're also on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. We're also on Instagram at MindGapPodcast, so find us there. Uh, Justin also has uh, some clackers. Big old meaty ones. Oh. Hey, it's a robot. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> you can find me on uh, <laughs> in the virtual world. Uh, I'm going to upload my conscience to Twitter and Instagram. We'll have fun there. You can find that conscious at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It is the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Spotify. Spotify, where you can subscribe to us. You can review us. uh, Let us know. Take just a couple seconds. uh, Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let other people know why they should check us out. Um, Please do subscribe to us and uh, share us around. If you like something you hear, you're like, hey, this is a really cool uh, episode. I love the topic, and it, it sparked a conversation that I've had with my friends Share it with those friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your boss if you want to get fired. And, yeah. you know, uh, sharing is caring. We like to get passed around, you know. If you really want to pass this around, you can head on down to the Flesh Machine. Flesh Machine. And check them out down there. It's yeah. yeah. Canal and Roosevelt. Boom. And 2 uh, <laughs> east slash MindGap and 2 slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. A podcast I do every Monday with Milo Stavanovic, so check that out. Woo. And uh, if you want some good fucking drinks and specials and stuff, Come on down to 185 North Wabash Elephant and Castle. They've got specials, and you can see them on their website or in
0: person. Yes, check it out. We love them. We appreciate them making uh, their doors and their their banquet room available for us.
1: We enjoy them opening their doors and their hearts to us.
0: Indeed. Thank you all for listening. You have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Keep Mind Gap Podcast.